0: So, we are about to jump in to another um, wonderful episode of Summer Frights, which is our extremely canonical 1950s uh, sort of side quest campaign. It's very good. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well, well, well oh. Well. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. I was Thank waiting. Yes. As soon as you said Summer Frights, it, 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 the urge started building and I could no longer keep it down. Okay. Please tell me you've gotten that every other time I've said Summer Oh, no, Summer I got Frights. the joke. It's just this okay, time it made good. me want to say you. it. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, so in the grand tradition of the Summer Frights, i decided to. Oh well, oh well,
1: oh well, oh <laughs> well.
0: Tell me more. Tell um... me more. <laughs> Did we... Are we gonna have lots of fun? Um, <clears throat> so I've decided to give this one another like horrible 1950s b horror movie title nice. because that's kind of like the vibe I'm going for with these. So this one is uh, Summer Frights Three. It came from Otter Space. Oh my God! I <laughs> don't get it. <laughs> you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You will, don't worry you will. you will eventually, it's okay that you don't get it yet It's probably because you don't know what the monster is I'm assuming Addison has an idea though Um, I have a theory, yes Yeah, I thought you might <laughs> I've got a theory, okay No Does one in this call shellfish. knows what I'm doing And I'm gonna stop Some <laughs> people in the Discord are gonna lose their minds for that And then I'll feel good about myself But Okay, I'm glad you have a plan Thank you Uh, So real quick, let's run over your characters again Oh yeah Just, I mean I remember them, but I want to make sure you remember them. <laughs> no, I literally do want to make sure you remember them. Uh, so, Addison, tell us a little bit about your character for this, um, so for this 1950s zone. In our 50s uh, little, like, mini uh, arcs, I play from the Spellslinger playbook. I play mm-hmm. as Betsy Bennett, a teen witch. Um, She's so good. Yeah. So powerful. Who has a? She is extremely powerful. She actually is actually <laughs> extremely powerful. She, like, cast out a spirit very easily. <laughs> We don't speak of it. Um, She has an enchanted poodle skirt and she recites incantations or her incantations in Latin. That's what she uses to cast her spells. And as a cover, when people catch her doing that, she just tells them her family's really Catholic. (laughs) And um, (laughs) she has an arcane reputation. She is known amongst some of the monsters and and, uh, all that uh, for her powers. And I recently uh, off-mic upgraded her uh, because of her experience points that she got. I upgraded her and gave her another move from the Spellslinger playbook, which she now has third eye. Not a literal third eye, but like a metaphorical one that she can get more information when reading a bad situation and see invisible things. So she's got that second sight going on. Right on. All right. Uh, Andrew, let's hear about your character.
1: I play a... Uh, character from the Monstrous Playbook uh, Who goes by the name of Howie He is a, uh, a good, good boy um, He is a werewolf And <laughs> Supposedly Supposedly We have yet to see <laughs> Maybe he just thinks he's a werewolf um, And I also just upgraded him Do you remember that Beyonce song? Oh, um, wild times
0: which upgrade? Which okay.
1: upgrade? Yeah, grade, oh, upgrade, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was wild. Gotcha. Um, and he now has unnatural appeal. Roll plus weird <laughs> okay. instead of plus charm when you manipulate someone.
0: Oh, all right. I like so that. You got like a sexy teen wolf thing. He's going a sexy on. teen mm-hmm. wolf. He's a sexy teen wolf. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your favorite weird thing about Howie?
1: Just how sexy he is. (laughs) Oh, that's not weird. I need you to know that I had canon.
0: Uh, Are you familiar, all of you, with with whom Tyler Posey is? Nope. He was one of the the, Teen Wolf. Yeah, he's the lad from. He is one of the lads from Teen Wolf, and he is now who? Not Tyler
1: Perry. No.
0: Tyler Posey is one of the Teen Wolves. Yeah. And so he is now currently my head canon for Howie God. in my brain. Oh, that's pretty good. He's got like that kind of like greaser hair too sometimes. So I'm just like seeing it. It's good. Mm-hmm. I found out that one of my professors who I shan't name because I feel weird doing that is like very good friends with his dad. <laughs> oh, I see. I
1: um I have to say if we're casting our characters... Uh-huh. I almost think Justin Long might be. A, oh my god! I love choice. Justin Long. I
0: love Justin Long. That's very good, especially like like seventeen year old uh-huh. looking Justin Long yes. is very good. I could also see oh, that's, a, that's a powerful cast. I could today. also Thank see you. some uh, baby. Oh my god! I just forgot his name. Uh, Five hundred days of summer.
1: Jordan Gosiffletit.
0: Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah, thank you. No,
1: Gordith Joseph Ledit, thank you. You're right. I said his name right the first time.
0: Shit, you're so I right. see. Yeah, that was the most correct it's ever been. Gordeth
1: it Bordeth Fordit. It.
0: My favorite actor. <laughs> oh, he's so, so good. Um, all right, and Tim, tell us about your character. So
1: I'm
2: playing Jeremy Normelson. it's um, <laughs> <laughs> never not going to be funny. <laughs> he's just a normal... normal um,
0: just a regular human boy Yeah,
2: reg- regular human uh, That came from outer space And is an alien um, <laughs> You <laughs> he, know, like normal boys do <laughs> Exactly like normal boys um, So I'm playing from the Meddling Kid playbook Which has It's it's like a Scooby-Doo feel um, It's so good Yeah oh, I love it. Um, Yeah, he's just a normal kid Just here studying the earth I love it yeah I
0: don't know if this is like canonical in your mind or not but my favorite thing about Jeremy is that in every piece of like fan art we've gotten <laughs> or like the art that we've commissioned Jeremy is depicted as like a very clearly alien looking boy like oh yeah with just a shirt and a baseball cap and like yet every single person that we run into in game is canonically just like look at this very normal boy <laughs> yeah
2: No, that's completely headcanon for me, too. Oh,
0: and I just need everybody to have that mental image. It's important that you don't think he looks like a human boy. Please do not forget that Jeremy is Betsy's on-again, off-again boyfriend, but he keeps ending (laughs) things because he doesn't want her to find out his secret.
2: (laughs) Well, no, I don't know it's even happening.
0: (laughs) Oh, true. It's a very confusing
1: love triangle. Doesn't Because there is
0: also a Howie element to that love triangle, too. Howie also loves Jeremy, yes.
1: Howie is also in love with Jeremy. Jeremy. (laughs)
0: Yeah, everyone loves Jeremy. I mean, how could you not? He's such a handsome, normal boy. He's just so normal. (laughs) He's just got those big, beautiful eyes. (laughs)
2: They've got the galaxy in them.
0: Just the Milky Way. Oh, sweet. Beautiful. Yep, sometimes Jeremy is Betsy's boyfriend, but he doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) she's like do you want to go steady and he's like i am always steady yes Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, yes i know what this word means i walk very steadily when i do with my human legs and then she said okay (laughs) great and they're just
2: like noodles (laughs) (laughs) she's
0: just like jeremy you're so mysterious (laughs) you can never know my dark magic (laughs) my my dark secret (laughs) you're so normal you'd never understand (laughs) what if reveal at the end of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is that Harvey Kinkle's been an alien the whole time.
2: Oh my gosh.
0: And then, like, somebody points out that he's actually just looked like an alien this entire time, and we're all just like, well, you know, now that you point it out.
1: Alright, sorry.
0: <laughs> okay, so, let's roll into the fictions. Yes. Yeah.
1: Autobots, roll out. <laughs>
0: the energy is so chaotic. Alright. It, yeah, it's it's gonna get wild up in here. So, it's late July, 1956. Summer doesn't exactly mean the same thing above the Arctic Circle that it does for teens in the rest of the US of A, but it's enough for all of you to be out of school, off the hook, and reveling in the last few weeks before adulthood and early sunsets begin to cast an inescapable shadow over your days. The summer has been something of a strange one, even by Revenant standards. There was that ordeal in the woods at the senior bash that no one else, not even your more habitually sober classmates, seem to recall. There was the power outage at the diner that somehow resulted in exorcism and a great deal of outrage from the more conservative-minded members of town. And then there's the matter of the men in suits and black sedans who prowl the town just long enough to raise rumors before disappearing for a few days again. But all of that sounds like a weekday problem, and it just so happens today is Friday. You've got a weekend ahead of you, and it starts, well, okay, pretty soon. (laughs) Almost now, but maybe not quite now, because we've got to get through a little bit more exposition. Oh, okay. So, Howie. Yeah? You have just gotten home from your job at the car garage.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I work there.
0: (laughs) You sure do, buddy. (laughs) Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about your home situation?
1: Okay, um... Howie lives in uh, Alaska currently.
0: Yes, thank you. (laughs) With his
1: aunt, who is Uh also a werewolf, Mm -hmm. supposedly.
0: Supposedly, yeah. We have yet to see it
1: happen. Uh huh. (laughs) In just like a a small house, just like two, three bedroom, and like a bathroom or two or five, I don't know.
0: Like a house. (laughs) Let's go with five. That sounds about right. Okay,
1: five bathrooms, three. The <laughs> normal
0: three-bedroom, five-bathroom house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I know that we've talked some about this off mic, but I don't think that your your aunt has made an appearance on screen before. No, she hasn't. So, the deal with the werewolf lore that you've established in this universe is that it's uh, it's very much a, a hereditary thing, right? It's like a like a family lineage. Yes. Of werewolves. So
1: Howie is um, from New York originally, mm-hmm. uh, from a family of werewolves who. Uh you know, are, are somewhat well-to-do in, in the city. Mm-hmm, and right. How he decided that he, he wanted to go, and as like a rite of passage almost, or a coming of age, uh, go and like figure out his werewolf-fitus, werewolfism.
0: And and just to clarify, own. and just to clarify, you do come from like a a like New York Jewish community of werewolves, right? Yes. So would you say this was in fact your werewolf bar mitzvah? Stop that! No, he is—he is
1: far—he is—he far, is, he is not thirteen.
0: Yes, I know, but your werewolf powers started manifesting how long ago?
1: Um, exactly when he was thirteen. Oh, weird! <laughs> Whoa, weird! Oh, weird! Huh, <laughs> weird how that happened.
0: Strange. Yeah.
1: What a coincidence!
0: I can't believe it. <laughs> okay, so that's your deal. Your your aunt is kind of a. Uh... Uh, well, I, I don't know how you would describe her energy, but just from what little you've told me about this character, um, I have to tell you that, like, literally the mental image I'm getting, like, the, the energy that is radiating off of Howie's aunt is um very Chris Godshall. Oh, it's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's basically just the whole sort of... I like and that we're so name-dropping relatable. Chris Godshall like the people listening will know what that means. <laughs> They won't, but it's important to, to, to me that you guys know oh, that yeah. this is Chris Godshall energy. Uh, scarves and all? Oh, yeah. Like, Howie's aunt is never wearing less than three scarves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I miss like, Chris Godshall so much now. Like, at any given moment, at minimum, three three scarf minimum. Um, and I, I think usually wearing some sort of, like... A shawl, shawl type oh my thing, God. yeah, <laughs> very much. Maybe like glasses that slide down on her nose as she like swans around the house. Um, Ugh, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> so, yeah, that's your so that's your situation. You've just gotten home from work, and you're uh, you're here at your home. Uh, what do you what do you tend to do to kick back after work?
1: Um, probably uh, you know what '50s kids do at home they
0: illegal street racing
1: yes oh, no. <laughs> no maybe not that oh. um, <laughs> all i know about 50s kids is that they had to study and tidy up after work and then go to supper
2: oh, okay i don't know what
1: you're probably just kids like did.
0: like some recreational hair combing maybe do you have like a like a like a car you're fixing up
1: no i spent all day at the garage i'm not okay that's fair i just that's the only thing i work at
0: work that's the only (laughs) thing i know that 50 kit 50s kids did that's all i got
1: yeah um probably uh, gosh i don't know
0: (laughs) okay well you don't have to have anything that's fine we can just we can move forward in the fiction
1: okay It
0: was a super busy day at work, you are just bushed, so... Yeah, so many muscle cars to muscle.
1: Yeah, like, a lot of them.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard. You gotta, like, wax on and wax off, and by the time all that gets done... I don't know how cars work.
1: It's okay, I don't know how this game works, so...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! Well, anyway... We'll say that you, uh, you've gotten home, you sort of, like, cleaned yourself up, and you just sort of collapsed on your bed for a second to catch your breath when, um, your, uh, your aunt leans in the doorway and calls out to you and says, Howie, darling, you've got a phone call.
1: Who is it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna cry. It's that Lillian Pierce girl.
1: All right, I'll be right there.
0: <laughs> All right, phone's off the hook in the kitchen, darling. Oh my god, I'm losing it.
1: <laughs> Hello?
0: Oh, hey, hey Howie, it's Lillian. Yeah, how are you? Hey,
1: uh, good. How how are you how are you?
0: Oh, I I'm doing fine. Um, hey, so listen, I was just wondering. My parents have this cabin up by the lake just out of town, and they always do this weekend retreat, like, at the end of July, and they take some of their business partners up there and everything, and it's always super boring for me, so I was wondering if maybe, you know, you and the gang wanted to come hang out for the weekend.
1: Well, I can't speak for the gang, but yeah, I'm in.
0: Oh, great! Yeah, great. I mean, I'll, I'll check with the others, but yeah, thank you. That sounds like fun.
1: Uh, yeah. I'll uh, see ya. <laughs> um,
0: okay, I'll talk to you later.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and all that.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, great. So.
1: He awkwardly hangs up.
0: Okay, and then she does the same on her end of the phone. (laughs) Uh, I would really like to know what the home situations for the other two of you are, but I don't necessarily (laughs) want to spend, like, Mm -hmm. the most time on this, although there is certainly a lot to unpack here in either of these. Yeah, see, here's the thing. so many people have theories about just everything to do with Betsy. I'm afraid to clarify anything about her home life because I don't want to yeah, ruin it's, any it's a lot I don't of- want to step on any head cannons. Um <laughs> Well, you're allowed to have your head cannon too, and in fact your head cannon is allowed to be cannon. The cannon. I know this to be true. Um, but you know what it's okay. So why not instead why don't each of you just tell me Basically, like what you were doing and what your sort of situation was when you received this phone call. So, like basically same deal. Lillian calls you guys and invites you up to her family's cabin yeah. in the in the woods by the lake um, over the weekend. And I just so Betsy, where were you? Like, what were you up to when you got this? Phone Sitting call? at the kitchen table reading a book and drinking a Coca Cola in a glass bottle. <laughs> oh, so fancy! Did you get that out of the ice box? I did get it out of the ice box. Thank you. <laughs> Gotta stay Amazing. cool It's the summertime <laughs> uh, Now who who do you live with Betsy? What's your family situation? My parents situation? Okay yeah, oh, yeah. What do your parents do? You don't have any siblings or anything? Um, uh, no, I think I probably assumed I keep, I tend to assume characters that I create are only children because I'm an only child. It's <laughs> the only life I know. That's fair. Um, but so I'm just gonna go ahead and go with that. I, as soon as you asked me that, I was Ooh, like, oh it. yes, people can have siblings. Um, <laughs> they can. But uh, no, I myself have had several. Pretty standard, like nuclear family. Got mom, got dad, got got Betsy. Love it. Okay. Um, mom Great. is a uh, mom is a, a school teacher. Oh Um, good Dad is I'm gonna go ahead And just make a weird Like choice Because it's the 50s And this isn't a dead industry yet Dad is a door-to-door Vacuum salesman Nice Can I tell you how much I love the idea of somebody Being a door-to-door salesman In a town with like A hundred people No he drives out He drives out to like Fairbanks And he Oh I see I see That's very good (laughs) He's got a heck of a community A town with 300 people Yeah exactly (laughs) No he's doing great and I'm proud of it. We're a very... We're a Mr. very uh, Mr. Bennett is killing it. We're a very unusual family model for the 1950s because Mom Bennett is the primary breadwinner. <laughs> because it's a limited <laughs> vacuum market. I think it explains a lot about Betsy and her sort of upbringing and <laughs> yeah. uh, and her powerful personality. So Thank I love you. It. And then, Jeremy, I'm really, really curious what your home situation is. Wait, just is. really quickly, I want to give a descriptor for Betsy's dad. Um, oh, please do. Uh you know the other father in Coraline before he's terrifying? Yes. Yeah, like that. Her dad's like that. Oh, good. Good. I love him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. Let's learn about Jeremy. <laughs> Let's learn about Jeremy's home situation. Jeremy, hey, Jeremy. Where, where do you live? <laughs> so, what are you doing?
2: Yeah, that's a good question because, like, I don't have parents on the earth. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> that freezing <laughs>
0: killed me. All right.
2: Um... <laughs> I feel like he was just kind of drifting for a while mm-hmm. until he landed the uh the server job at um the diner.
0: Right, cuz he does have that summer job now. Yeah.
2: And uh I don't know if either the bigs took him in or like gave him a room at the diner? Sure.
0: We can do that. Okay. <laughs> Just a lost soul, a youth from off the streets. So the people of Revenant assume that you were just, like, tragically orphaned and now live in the diner.
2: I don't know about tragically, because, like, everything about me is just so normal.
0: You are an extremely normal boy with an extremely normal energy, and so I feel like people have a hard time, like, piercing that veil. But it is a little what weird it is. that, Here's like, what it is. you don't have...
2: So i like, okay so uh i and and the the my family back at uh or the people that i worked with back on the mothership or whatever helped me mm-hmm. like set this all up um i am an exchange student not foreign uh-huh. but like just going to a different school
0: okay okay i do like exchange student yes okay so you have an exchange family that you live with
2: yeah yeah
0: okay okay yeah we're oh shoot and i forgot we did say you were from somewhere i think we had like some state that you probably nebraska
2: you were from. probably nebraska okay is, is it because Israel?
0: it rhymes with alaska or nah
2: no not at all <laughs> just because it's so bland <laughs>
0: It's pretty normal as far as states go. Yeah. Perfect for a normal son. Good. Yeah. And so sometimes when you say, like, words a little weird, people are like, oh, it's a Nebraskan accent. We don't know any better. Yeah. It's 1956. Oh, corn huskers. We've never seen the continental United States. Great. So what are your exchange parents like then?
2: Uh, I feel like it's either the Biggs family or. Uh huh. <laughs> Barnold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: yeah you know what let's just get that fiction really really messy let's just say that you live with the biggs family
2: okay okay
0: this is gonna require me to be really careful about things i say in the main campaign in terms of casually establishing lore but i'm into <laughs> it so let's just go for it
2: okay i mean we could okay, always right. do so- something else but i feel like they would be the uh, they would be the people to, like, be a part of this exchange program.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, though, is that they absolutely would. And, like, if there was going to be a family to take people in, like, they would in a heartbeat. Um, So, yeah, I love it. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> cool. So that's where you are and what you're up to when you get this phone call. Uh, And I'm assuming that both you and Betsy also agree to going up to hang out at Lillian's family's cabin for the weekend.
2: Yeah, definitely. Okay, great. Yeah, I just have to make sure it's okay with my boss, you know.
0: Well, yeah, understandable, <laughs> but I think he would he would understand and clear this one for you. Oh,
2: yeah, Mr. Biggs is practically family, so I mean, like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> practically at this point. Oh, man. Almost like a father to you, would you say?
2: Yeah, kind of. You know, he's he's a... I look up to him a lot Mm -hmm. You know he's there when you need him And he's also there When you don't need him
0: (laughs) I'm a grown alien boy dad (laughs) I can make my own decisions
2: Ah Jeremy's like In his 20s But he's a teen
0: (laughs) Just a regular adult teen Yeah
2: he's an adult but he's actually A teen wink wink
0: so you guys have all agreed to go up to um the pierce family cabin uh, by the lake all right. for the weekend so it is um a bit out of town i would say it probably takes like um probably like 45 minutes to get there it's not like super super far away but it is like a bit of a drive up there and not all of this is like super developed yet but it's like this beautiful rustic i want you to think kind of like It's definitely not, like, Northwest Manor, but that's, like, the attitude you kind of get from Mm, this family, you know? And, like, this whole sort of, like, setting of, like, ooh, we're up here with our business partners for the weekend at our little lakeside chalet. Um, And again, you know, not, like, a mansion, just because this is Alaska and why would you do that? But more of, like, a uh, multi-floor, somewhat expansive, like, beautiful log home. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. We d- we dig in it. We get in the visual here. We're digging it. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, sort of like a like a like a a wood fence perimeter maybe like around the property, and it, it's like right onto the lakefront. So there's a, a small dock. People could go boating if they wish to, or fishing if they decide to. I'm sure it's great for ice fishing in the middle of winter, that kind of a thing. Um, and it's clearly like. You're not roughing it up here by any means. No. But the kind of people who would think this is roughing it pride themselves on being up here away from society for, uh, for a weekend. Uh-huh. It's the kind of place that nowadays in 2018 people would go to and take a million pictures and like then brag on social media about how they were unplugging. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, okay, great. We have the image now. It's glamping! Yeah, basically, it's it's nineteen fifties glamping is what you're doing, but, uh, yeah, that's where you are. So I'm assuming you guys probably all came up together and probably, uh, probably came up with Lillian, who would be able to like tell you where it was and how to get there. So uh, it's Friday night. You guys are here through, we'll say Sunday afternoon. Okay. So, uh, what do you do?
2: Sleep a lot, both days.
0: For sure I brought books. sleep so much. (laughs) For sure you brought what? Books with me. Oh, definitely. Some regular books, some magic books, you know. It's nice to have a mix.
2: I think Jeremy's definitely, like, he's got history books. He's studying. Doing his work.
0: What's he studying?
2: Uh, (laughs) 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 He's studying uh, portable soup from the 18th century
0: (laughs) i'm sorry okay (laughs) is that a thing
2: (laughs) yeah it's a thing and i learned about it today
0: (laughs) i'm into it okay yeah i'm looking at potential books betsy could be reading I'm, i'm doing research oh research for your research yeah so she's reading uh this uh published in 1951. She's reading Gandhi, Fighter Without a Sword by Jeanette Eaton. Powerful. All right, good choice. And uh, what's what's Howie sort of planning on getting up to this weekend?
1: He is uh, also actually reading, for once, <laughs> okay. he is reading The Werewolf of Paris.
0: Oh, oh bold, my. isn't it? That is yes. a, a bold <laughs> choice.
2: Yes. So I feel like we're okay, all. Well, like, now I feel like. Are we all just laying on the floor, like in a little triangle, reading? With our uh, feet up. Yeah, we'll
0: say it's we'll say it's Friday night. Um, and you guys have all sort of gotten settled in, and there's a. Uh, maybe you guys are in like the the little guest suite. I'm imagining there's probably a room where Lillian and Betsy are, and there's probably a room where uh, Howie and Jeremy are going to be staying, and then in between them in a little like suite, you have a a, a small living area with a fireplace. Um, in your little guest wing of the cabin while all mm. the adults are off doing their business. So we'll say that you guys are, are sitting out by the uh, by the little fireplace that you have laid out, and you're all doing your, your leisure reading. Mm-hmm. Yes, now yes. I feel obligated to figure out what book Lillian would be reading. Um, let me see. Popular books of the 1950s.
2: Grapes of Wrath.
0: What's up, Google? what
2: grapes of wrath i don't know when like if that was popular in the 50s what did you say grapes of wrath i know it's just a classic book that we all had to read in school
0: i don't think lillian would like steinbeck no (laughs) Uh, let me see ah darn it breakfast at tiffany's isn't published for another two years shoot
1: she got an advanced copy <laughs> she gets copy of
0: breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> I'm really proud of her. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you know what? Sure. Why not? Is she not? reading her... waiting for Godot? That's <laughs> good. Uh let's see. Uh she'll be reading one of the Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, that's fun. I was just about to say, I'm just going to keep naming this. I was going to be like, Lillian's reading The Old Man and the Sea. (laughs) (laughs) That tells you a lot about it, I think. Uh, Oh my god, she could be reading The Day of the Triffids. There's, like, a lot of Ray Bradbury on this list, too, and I don't necessarily think that Lillian's a Ray Bradbury type. But, uh, oh man, Haunting of Hill House isn't for another three years. That would be, uh, that would be a wild little pull there. I'm sorry. Did you know that The Price of Salt, the book that became Carol, was published in 1952? I knew it was a lot earlier than I expected, but I just Holy saw it on this list. Crap. I don't
1: know what that is.
0: Care- oh, it's it's a it's a lesbian movie. Oh, cool. I was just shocked to see a prominent work of lesbian mm-hmm. fiction from the 50s. Yeah. That's amazing. Hell yeah. The Price of Salt.
1: What is the price of salt?
0: Um, about a couple d- a couple bucks probably for a salt.
1: A, a Couple salt. bucks
0: for a salt. A salt. A I was gonna salt. make a terrible joke about prison sentencing, but then I decided for a salt. Yeah, that. you were gonna make an assault joke. Yeah. There it is. I get I it. I get it. it.
1: Um,
0: I understand though. I understand what you're getting at. Makes sense. All right, so you guys are uh, sitting around the campfire just sort of enjoying your your restful evening here, night one of, of Stamp at Camp Pierce, as it were. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, when you hear a strange sound off in the distance.
2: Hmm.
1: What's it sound like? And
0: it, well, hey, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, it's not particularly prominent, and it's not anything startling, but what you hear is what sounds like a series of whistles. And uh, it's a low pitch and then a higher pitch and then a low pitch again. Oh. So if I can. Of oh, whistles, All okay. Right.
1: Okay. Oh. Oh.
0: Do you know what this is?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't, I just know it's an otter.
0: <laughs> well, you're halfway there.
1: Hey, uh, who's, who's down by the lake?
0: Oh, I don't, I don't think anyone's down there. Not, not this time of night.
1: Well, somebody just did that little whistle. (laughs) You, you heard, you heard that, right? Oh,
2: I
0: heard it. No, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, I heard something. Oh, okay.
1: Uh. Well, maybe it was like
2: a Boyd, you know? A oh my God, Howie! <laughs> I feel like you, you just like a, get more sorry, New like York. A,
1: like a boy? No, 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 a
2: boyd. A, a, a oh, what's a a bird? Yeah. What's a oh a bird? Oh, I thought you were saying boyd.
1: Oh. <laughs> you know, like a little tweet, 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 like a boy.
0: <laughs> oh right, like yeah, like a like a boyd. Well, maybe we say bird here, Howie. So, uh,
1: sorry, sorry. A uh, a uh, what?
0: <laughs> okay, we're not <laughs> cool. It. I... It's okay. Well, I don't know. It's probably just. It's probably just a void then. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, she she gets.
0: It.
2: Wait. Hold on. Can someone clarify what a void is? <laughs> it's a,
1: a bird, bird Tim. Oh,
2: thanks. No, that was Jeremy though. Oh. It's a bird, of Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. And he takes a note in his textbook about portable soup. <laughs>
0: uh, proud of him. He's doing great research. Perfect. Uh, so, what do you guys do?
1: Well, it's if it was greedy. just a boy, and Harry goes, but ba- uh, Howie goes back to his uh, to his book, his novel. mm mm-hmm.
2: Mhm yeah jeremy's back studying this these little cubes of soup
0: that is frankly wild <laughs> I, 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 I am, so I am overwhelmed by that what about you betsy what do you mean are you just you oh. just going back to reading i might like take a little peek out the window. hey there's a thought
1: <laughs> i thought you said we were out by the fire
0: you are inside. You are inside. By a fireplace. Uh, sorry. A fireplace.
1: Sorry.
0: Yep, you're inside sitting around a fire. Nice and cozy. Got it. Yeah. So I'm going to take a little peek out the window. Would that be anything? Am I rolling for something? Um, I don't think that you need to. It's not necessarily a bad situation. Or is it an, it's not an investigative mystery either? Or. No, I don't think so. Okay. Not yet. Okay, so I'll just take a little peek. Peek out the okay. window. So from where you are, you can look out the window and see directly onto the surface of the lake. And it's beautiful. The sun has just, got da- just gone down very recently. The moon hasn't quite come up yet, but the light is starting to sort of peer over the horizon. Mm-hmm. And um, the surface of the lake is shimmering and shadowy. And as the light glints off it, you think you can see ripples of movement probably about 20 to 30 feet out from the shore. You can't really make out a distinct shape uh, but there is definitely, like, a source of this movement. It's not just the wind on the water. It's not just ripples of, of currents and things like that. Like, there is uh-huh. something causing the water to move out in this area. And it's not huge, but you do notice it, specifically because of the way the light is glinting off the surface of the water. Uh-huh. But I can't quite see what it is. Nope. <sighs> So, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out how to proceed from here. Um, okay. Hey, um, Lillian, do you ever see, like, I don't know, seals out here or something? Um, not really, but I'm not usually up here a lot of the time. I mean, when I come up with my parents, I'm pretty much just, you know, spending time inside. Um, although I have heard that there are a lot of otters up here Okay, yeah, may- maybe. There's just a, there's something um in, in the water outside. Oh, really? Yeah, looks like something swimming. Uh, she gets up and comes over and looks out the window next to you, and kind of squints a little bit and says, "Does, does that look like a, like a person to you? Uh, do you think? Is it?"
1: How going to get up and look too. A yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> sorry, a what?
1: You know, a po- you ju- what you just said.
0: <laughs> oh my oh, god. Right, no, sorry. The dialect is just evolving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's getting to be a lot.
0: I love it. It's strong. It's a, it's a bold character choice.
1: I think Jeremy's
2: going to try to push through, maybe like <laughs> poke his head over like howie's shoulder or something.
0: Oh good. I like the the sort of Scooby-Doo imagery of the four of you trying to peer through this window. Oh, yeah, we're like stacked on top of each other. You get the image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's very good. It's really hard to see from in here. They didn't. Should we go? We didn't home? hear anybody leave the house, did we? No, I don't think so.
2: Well, do we want to go check it out?
1: Oh, all right, I'll go. Oh, I didn't no, mean he's gonna, just Oh, he's going to put his collar up on his leather jacket that he's still wearing.
0: Oh, that's very good. Is it his inside jacket or?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's his inside jacket.
0: Oh, good. Swaps any... leather jackets at the door.
1: Is anyone else coming? I'll go yeah, with you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'll come. I'll come. <laughs> i come.
2: I want to see this otter. <laughs>
0: We should, uh, we should probably not make a big deal of going out the front door, though. I don't, I don't think my parents would be crazy about us going. Jeremy
2: out. has opened the window and is like one leg out. Oh, oh good.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay, that's definitely a way to do it.
2: Oh, uh, you just you said that like no front door, so I mean like.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, go for it. I guess.
2: Okay, and then. Uh, <laughs> He gets all the way out, but his foot gets a little bit caught, and he falls <laughs> just face first. <laughs> oh
0: no! I was gonna make you roll act under pressure, but like oh, you already did it to I yourself, mean, so that's all, okay. oh, Jeremy.
2: <laughs> he gets up and brushes his shirt off really quick. You guys you okay, you, sweetie? You? Yeah, no, i perfectly fine. You, you coming?
0: Yeah, sure.
2: I yeah out the window,
0: I guess. I guess we're going out the window.
2: Out the
1: window.
0: So do I need to roll to climb out the window? No, it'll be fine. <laughs> okay. I, I enjoy the mental image that we already got. I don't think we so need I'm, to add any. I'm going to climb out the window. Okay. And I do that. And and you do that, <laughs> and we're all we're all free and clear. Is that right? Uh
1: huh.
0: Okay, so it's just a matter of cutting across the front yard and over to the lakefront. Like I said earlier, there is a pier, uh, like a little small dock, Mm -hmm. um, at the edge of the lake, uh, attached to which are a couple of probably canoes is what I'm thinking. Um, The lake itself is not enormous. Uh, Like, you can see the borders of it from where you are standing, but it is fairly sizable in that, like, you probably couldn't easily swim from one side of it to the other without specifically, you know training or setting out to do that. Um, It is meant to be traversed by boat, and it is a sizable enough lake that it does provide some water sport for the types of people who come up here. So that's the situation. Uh, The sun has completely set at this point and the moon is starting to peek over the horizon. I will let you guys assume for the nature of this mystery what kind of moon that may be, but uh, for the time being, that's the scenario as it is in front of you. So what are you guys doing?
2: Well, a is question. it the full moon?
0: It may, in fact, be that. Is that what is required for the werewolf situation to present itself? If so, then so yes.
1: on recording, we are going to figure this out. I think mm-hmm. what <laughs> happens is, um, as it gets closer to the full moon, it becomes mm-hmm. easier for Howie to turn into a werewolf. Okay. But it is not a like compulsion that he cannot help. Okay, I got it. I think that it's like it. It's a it's a optional thing. He can choose to turn into a werewolf, and mm-hmm. as it's closer to the full moon, it gets easier. And as mm. it gets further away from the full moon, it gets it's harder. Harder, and then impossible when it's like, you know, the farthest away from the next new moon. Uh, b- you just uh, turn
0: into a slightly tender. hairier man. He's like a dang old <laughs> Twilight werewolf. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I like that, and I think that's a, a good way to do it for now. And it's great because it means if we revisit this arc uh, or this, you know, this decade again, I will not have to keep setting it in increments right. of a month, which is great for me. Um, but yes, I like that a lot. So it's not going to be a matter of you like fighting some primal urge. It's going to be this is a tool accessible to you. Yeah which i like a lot better especially for the tone of this campaign i think it's more fun if it's just kind of like a hey how we can turn into a werewolf that's a thing he can do
1: mm-hmm.
0: as opposed to like how he has to fight his dark inner nature sure <laughs>
2: like,
0: i don't think that's quite what we're going for here okay so that's where you guys are at mm-hmm. you're at the edge of the lake mm-hmm. uh what's the plan fam are there any i'm imagining that you're going to ask to look and see what's in the lake is that correct yeah right.
2: what's in the lake are there any great any rocks question. that I can skip?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah oh, there great. Are rocks. Yeah. It's like a rocky sort of shoreline. You want to skip a rock? Yeah, definitely. Okay, act under pressure. Everybody's watching.
2: Okay. Oh, oh wow. That's a six. <laughs> that's, that's cool. <laughs>
0: you rolled a six. Okay. Um, describe to me your failed rock skip.
1: Uh, just uh, no, throw hold, the rock. No, hold, hold on. Uh, just a second. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to help out. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Give me just a second. Okay. I forgot to grab a die for this dice game. Oh, no. But I have one now. Um,
0: Good.
1: I'm going to help out by seeing the rock that he is going to pick up and say, Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. Look, look, you want a smooth edge (laughs) on the rock here. And I, like, take one (laughs) and, and find a good one for him.
2: Oh, good! Wow, yeah, we don't we uh, we don't have a lot of these in Nebraska, you know, just uh, corn.
1: And that's I a like twelve. That, that
0: checks out. Oh, nice! Wow. Okay, so on a twelve plus your help out lets them act as if they just rolled a twelve. So oh, great. That Yeah. That means so. Let me tell you, on an act under pressure, on a twelve or higher, you may choose to either do what you wanted and something extra or to do what you want into absolute perfection. So, do you execute the most perfect rock skip in the history of the world, or do you perform a rock skip and some other cool thing?
2: 69 skips.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you skip it exactly
0: 69 times?
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: and everybody's just standing there, like, counting. Like, they see the first three or four go, and then they're like, oh, shoot, five, six, seven, eight, nine,
2: seven,
0: eight. Oh damn. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, that was- that was dope.
2: Oh, thanks. You know, thanks, Howie, for the you know, the rock. Yeah, don't mention it.
0: Okay, so do you guys also want to look out and see what's in the lake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: let's yeah, investigate look, a mystery. I'll look,
1: also and see what's in the lake.
0: Excellent. Okay, so you um you guys sort of let your eyes adjust to the darkness as you've walked out here away from the blazing firelight, out the window through the yard and across to the lake and it does take a bit of adjusting the way the light plays off the water and the way that the reflections sort of glint here and there as the surface shifts and moves it's a bit hard to make out what you are actually looking at but in the space where you thought you saw something about 30 feet away from the shore you do in fact see what looks to be the shape of person, and it doesn't seem to be struggling, it doesn't seem to be flailing necessarily, but it is, uh, the water's a little bit higher than waist deep, and they do seem to be looking back at you at the shoreline. Now, you cannot make out who this person is or what they clearly look like, or at least not yet.
2: Uh huh.
1: Hey, uh, h- hello out there. <laughs> uh,
0: the, the person or the figure is silent.
1: Well, that's rude. Can I read a bad
0: situation? <laughs> yes, you can. All right, um, so that's my sharp. Let me pick some stats, because I gotta repick. Hey anyway, for those of you following along <laughs> at home, my old computer died a horrible death, and it had my old character sheet on it, so I have to rebuild Betsy from the ground up. Um... I'm just gonna go ahead and go with, all right, this one, this this roll of stats puts my sharp at plus two. So let me roll. Okay. Okay, so that's a six, seven, eight. So that puts me at an eight. And because of my third eye, I uh, get another hold. If it could. Okay, cool. So you get two holds. Yes. So, um, what can I ask? <laughs> uh, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Mm-hmm. What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? Okay, so are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Um, that's a difficult one because I think you have noticed the danger. You just don't necessarily know that it's dangerous yet. But the thing that is dangerous is this thing or this figure or this creature out there in the water. okay. I would say that another danger maybe that you haven't noticed is that the water is going to be cold, Uh, which maybe seems like not such a big deal, but it's Alaska, you're above the Arctic Circle, it's nighttime, Mm -hmm. if you try to go out in the water or spend any long period of time in it, not going to go so well for you, perhaps. Okay, so what's my best way in? What's your best way in? Um, into... What, into the water? Into the situation, I guess. <laughs>
1: um,
0: And mainly, that was be... me trying to find a way to say what's my best course of action, but that's not anything. Gotcha. I don't know that that's necessarily the question that you want to ask here. Well,
2: we do have those canoes, um, right?
0: There are canoes, yes. Oh. So in terms of, like, a literal way in, there is a little dock with the canoes on it. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs>
1: Let's take okay. a canoe out there. Is that a
0: satisfactory answer? I think so, yeah. Okay, great. Should we um take those canoes out, you think?
1: Howie goes and jumps in one, just oh. like over the board, over the side and and grabs a grabs an oar, a oar. Apparently, that
0: Howie's a real go-getter.
2: <laughs> he
1: sure is. Howie rushes in.
2: I love it. <laughs> I think Jeremy's like, I... going to try to look as cool as Howie getting into that canoe. <laughs>
0: And how's that working?
2: Do you want me to roll for it this time? Because I don't know if it works or not.
0: Yeah, actually, I would love for you to roll cool to see if you can pull this off.
2: A five. <laughs> <laughs> so Good he's night. running along the dock and, like, slips right at the end <laughs> and, like, oh, no. just, like, falls oh. into the canoe. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Buddy. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm you... okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay.
0: Okay, great. Do you guys know how to paddle a canoe?
1: Well, if it's anything like a car, then yeah, I got it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not, but I admire your confidence.
1: I think Jeremy has his hands,
2: like, in the water trying to paddle. Oh, Oh, no,
0: Jeremy. Um, Are you guys in the same canoe or separate canoes or...
1: How big is the canoe?
0: Um, well... It's exactly what Google will tell you if you Google standard canoe size. Usually two. Ah. Which in case you were wondering is 16 to 17 feet. Ah.
2: So like, that's enough room for four people, right?
0: I think so.
1: I feel like- It is a four person canoe. Okay. Okay,
0: perfect. Yep. And now it's- Then there's room for four people. Perfect. Nice. So the four of us are in the canoe. Great. Just for the sake of technicality, um, how are you positioned in the canoe?
2: Oh, Howie's um, up. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Jeremy's up front.
0: Okay. Still trying to paddle with his hands? Yep.
2: Yep. <laughs> oh, it's cold. It's, ah.
0: I'll put Betsy in the front on the
2: other
1: side.
0: Okay. Uh, So Howie, you're on the other end, I'm assuming? to yeah. Keep this thing balanced. Okay, great. And Lillian is sitting next to you. Great. Okay, so you canoe?
1: Row. Row. Now, <laughs> row
0: what is your plan of action for approaching
1: row are you
0: <laughs> got that part um are you trying to row up next to it or are you trying to just get closer so that you can see what's going on better or are you just like going straight in there
2: well we're not gonna run a human over because this does look like a human
0: it does look like a human yes I just want to get a closer look.
1: Yeah, let's just see what it looks like.
0: Okay. So here's where it gets a little bit weird. Because you are rowing up closer to this thing. And as you do so, you hear that same whistling sound you heard earlier. And it's hard to tell where it's coming from. It's kind of echoing across the lake. Mm -hmm. But you get the impression that it's not coming from just this one thing. It almost seems as if there's a call and response, and you can't tell if it echoes, or if you hear it a few different times coming from different places in the lake, but this call is sort of echoing around you and and bouncing off the surface of the water. And as you get closer, the thing that you see becomes more definitively human in shape, but it doesn't make any sense what you're looking at, because each of you is seeing a person that shouldn't by any rights be there now i think betsy you probably see jeremy in the water Mm -hmm. and howie i'm guessing that's probably who you would see as well which is good because we both know jeremy's not in the water (laughs) right exactly jeremy i'm curious who you would see in the water it's just like somebody that basically would compel you to come out and go to them so what person would that be for you
2: uh, that would be any one of my friends Let's say Howie Because okay. I, I've, mean, I think I've fair. known Howie the longest
0: Okay Then we'll say For you this person appears to be Howie Okay um, And so that's the situation here Now obviously this is a bit of a strange moment Because as you've all Established The people that you're seeing or the person that you're seeing Is in this boat with you but I think it is at least enough to cause a moment of confusion and, you know, kind of mess with each I'm very creeped out by that.
1: <laughs> Howie definitely does that kind of, like, double-take, like, huh? mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Howie, get back in the boat. It's cold. Don't go. Why are I am you swimming?
1: I'm in, like in the boat. Why are you <laughs> not in the boat?
0: I kind of yes. just, Howie, I think... I think Lillian briefly puts a hand on your shoulder and then kind of jumps like she's mm-hmm. not sure what to expect, but was checking to make sure that you are, in fact, where she thinks you are. Uh, so, yeah, what are you what are you guys doing?
2: I think we're just I, like um, yelling at each other like, to get back in the boat.
0: <laughs> I would just definitely put an a hand on because Jeremy's right next to me, put a hand on his arm, just kind of uh-huh. make sure he's actually still there. And I'm like kind of like doing right. the, like, OK, you. so mm-hmm. that's OK.
2: Yeah, no, I'm
1: here. He is,
0: in fact, still there. I,
1: I turn to how to Jeremy and tell him to his face to get back in the boat. <laughs> I'm in the, I boat, no, the in the boat, Howie. No, you just
2: get in the boat. Get
1: in the boat. No, you, you're in, the boat. you get in the boat. I'm here. Like, no. Well, if then, I'm not in the water and you're not in the water.
0: Then who's then driving who's the boat? The wa- <laughs> Guys, what is that thing?
1: It looks like
2: Howie. I it looks
0: like you have no idea what that is also Alex this is addison I know we've definitely talked about whatever this is before but I cannot remember what it's called um then this might be a good time to investigate a mystery
1: I will like, oh, investigate a mystery
0: I will also but you go first <laughs> you go first that's an eight okay so you'll get one hole <gasps> yes. I got an 11. Nice. Okay, so Howie, you can go first. You get to ask, what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here?
1: Oh, I'll ask, what is it?
0: This is a kushtaka. Aha. Uh-huh. Very good. Also known as the Alaskan Otter Man. Oh, I'm afraid Otter of him. Otter Yep. I don't like him. He, he does not aim to be liked. <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, no. What can hurt it? What can hurt it? That's a very good question. Getting right to the point there. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... Kushtaka basically... They're not spectral, so they can be, you know, harmed by fairly normal means, but the most effective sort of methods of defense are going to be um, fire, for one. Good. Fire is definitely I can good. do fire magic, so that's very good information. You sure can, so that's gonna be excellent to you. And then the other thing is, uh, and let me just double check where I wrote this down. I wanna make sure my lore is correct. I mean, like, this is my world, so I can do whatever I want. I have to say, no rules just right, but yeah, I get it. No rules just right. Um, I wanna say silver is the other thing, but. Same. Let me just check.
1: <laughs> Big mood,
0: Kashtaka. <laughs> So yeah, we'll say fire and silver for sure, and you get one more question. Um, what were the questions again? I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You also get um, what happened here, which won't really yeah, do that's not gonna give you. me much. Um, what can it do? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed? What can here? it do? It can shapeshift. Mm-hmm. Um, it can also like appear to you in different forms so like there is shape shifting going on but there's also sort of an element of psychic here it's like, like a glamour can... yeah yeah kind of um, it can also hurt you with its otter claws and teeth so that's a fun thing um, mm. not to be stupid but it's very good at swimming okay <laughs> fair so that's pretty much it's sort of move set okay so now that we do, we all know what it. Or how does how we need to tell us what it is? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Um, I would say that maybe narratively the way to justify this—it's a kashtaka. To... <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've read about those. <laughs> Sorry, you probably have. It's a traditional Alaskan piece of lore. Yeah, so... no, totally. I know. It just I laughed at myself because of the convenience <laughs> of that. Um, <laughs> it's very good. That's always a nice way to have. It I've read myself. about them before. I remember! They're shapeshifters. And they live in the water. Ooh. That's why it looks- That's not- that's not a good thing, Jeremy.
1: Are they- Oh. What? Are they dangerous?
0: Um, yes. To a certain extent, from what I understand, yes, they are.
1: And maybe we should, like, get the heck out of here.
0: Right. Do you think we should just- do you want to just go and leave it here to get somebody else? Like, I don't want- we shouldn't just leave it here to hurt somebody
1: else. Well, what else would we do with it? Uh, not
0: to be that person, but do we maybe get rid of it? Um, and then you hear that same whistle again, coming from across the lake, and you see two other shadows in the water moving. <gasps> no, there's a, a bunch here. of Jeremy them. Jeremy whistles back.
2: I want okay, Jeremy so to whistle more back. more than one. Wait, you want Jeremy to whistle back? Yeah, I want Jeremy to whistle back.
0: <laughs> okay, whistle back. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> I don't know the pitches that... I couldn't hear those, but...
0: It's okay. It's just... Yeah, basically. There you go. Perfect. Very okay. good. <laughs> so yeah, um, okay. Jeremy, why would and you I do think, that? And I think uh the Kushtaka closest to you kind of, like, does a double take for a second <laughs> and, like, tilts its head at you um, kind of in the way that, like, a curious dog tilts its head and it's trying to understand what you're saying.
2: Hi, I'm Jeremy.
0: <laughs> Jeremy, please. It does not respond to that.
2: Oh, oh. <laughs> he whistles again.
0: Um, <laughs> okay, you whistle again and it uh, tilts its head slightly further and then uh, goes under the water and mm. swims toward you and you feel the bottom of your boat sheet. No! Jeremy!
2: I'm starting to think that was a bad idea.
0: (laughs) All right. What do you do? I would like to try to see... How well can I see right now? What's the visibility like? It's not... Super great. And the thing about it is it's not the dark so much as it's the combination of the uneven lighting and, like, all of the ripples and reflections bouncing off of the water, making it difficult to sort of discern depth and distance, you know what I'm saying? guess some fish might get cooked, because I'm going to try to fire a fireball into the water. (laughs) Oh, good, okay. (laughs) Because I have fire magic. You do. I'm not sure how well firing a fireball into the lake will do, but you can certainly try it. I would like to try it. I would like to Sure. Um I technically use it to kick some ass, but I roll weird when I do that. So let me yep. roll weird. Um with the thing I picked, my weird is plus two. Let me let me roll. Let's see how this goes. Okay. So I roll to ten. Nice. Okay. So ten's pretty good. To fire a fireball into the uh into the lake. If I get okay. ten or more on a combat magic roll, the fire won't spread. Oh, good. Yeah, that is a good Which thing. it probably wouldn't have anyway because it's water at firing Yeah, it no, well. it wouldn't have, but I'll tell you what's happening. So in order to consider this a hit, mm-hmm. I don't think that the fireball can really, like, penetrate the water. I, like, even okay, that's fair. Magically, I don't think that makes sense. But here's what I'll tell you. I think that the Kushtaka sort of charged your boat a little bit mm-hmm. from underwater. And you saw maybe its tail flick up above the surface of the water. Okay. And that's what you shot your fireball. And at. I whacked maybe, it. Maybe, like, even a little bit reactively. Yeah, and just absolutely nailed it. Um, and um, I don't know exactly what this means, but it says under fire, add plus two harm fire to a base. I don't know what that means. Yeah, so, so basically, plus two is the amount of harm you do. And then fire is a tag that you add on to a neutral. Oh, uh, like, got it. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, no problem. Okay, so that's two harm? Against one of these suckers, yeah. Awesome, okay.
1: So. All right, Howie is gonna um, slip on his brass knuckles that Oh
0: he has. my god! Oh, Are Love you it. gonna punch them?
1: <laughs> and I'm gonna turn, because we're being jostled though, and Howie don't do yes. that. And I'm gonna say, you all uh, remember that book I was reading? Which book? Uh... Well, you'll you'll, get it. and Howie is going to transform into his wolf. Oh my wolf.
0: god, that's so funny!
1: So he is a werewolf wearing brass knuckles.
0: That is so powerful. <laughs> it is the dopest thing I've ever heard. Lillian is terrified.
1: Yes, <laughs> I figured she would be.
0: <laughs> Poor Lillian. Okay. She sort of, like, recoils a little bit and, like, pushes back against, like, the canoe behind her. Thankfully, you did give, like, a tiny bit of notice, even though it was kind of vague and ominous. At least there was, like, a a moment of, like, something is happening here. So she didn't, like, dive into the water. Thank um, God. But, (laughs) yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Is, is, um, is, is this normal?
2: I love it when Howie does this. (laughs) (laughs) uh,
0: What? (laughs) What? It's not, yeah. I wouldn't call it normal, like, routine, but it's okay. Yeah, it's, oh.
1: uh, D- sorry. Can Howie he talk werewolf. when he's uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: but, no, I, a little? No, I
2: actually yeah, love that he uh, has the same voice.
0: No, it's the same, <laughs> same
1: voice. Same hat, same hat. Same hat, same hat. Same hat. Oh, it's, it's pretty normal. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, he, now he's a gruff New Yorker.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. Oh, that's a, that's intense. Okay, so uh, so what are you doing with this werewolf brass knuckle combo? Can
1: I can I see where the kushtaka is?
0: Oh yeah, he's probably got pretty good night I'm vision, right? I'm going to assume werewolves have night vision. Okay, um, cool. I'm just gonna kind of give you that. So yeah, yes,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into the it. water and punch it.
0: Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so that's definitely gonna be a kick some ass roll.
1: Well. Yeah, it, it yeah it is. But I'm thinking I'm probably not gonna punch it. I'm gonna like try and bite it first.
0: Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. So um, still
1: kicks some ass. I know. But
0: yeah, because anytime you're getting up close and personal, it's it's kicks some ass.
1: That is an eight. Okay. With base attack teeth is three harm, intimate. Oh, Damn, oh, intimate
0: teeth Ooh. and intimate. Uh huh. Interesting. I know, I was gonna uh-huh. say, this is, like, getting a little too sexy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I do have that unnatural appearance.
0: I know. Oh, it's true. And uh, this was you going after the, the kushtaka
1: closest to your boat, right? Not either of the two that were moving to. No, toward, the right? one that's that's currently under the boat.
2: Okay, does great. this thing still look like Jeremy? No, it okay. does
0: not. <laughs> it now, like, <laughs> basically from the time that you started, like, directly addressing it and it uh, started charging to your boat, the glamour sort of dropped and it now looks like a sizable otter, like a slightly larger than normal otter. Okay. For sure. Okay, see, that is a good question because otherwise I'm just going to imagine Howie just beating the crap out of Jeremy and it's not good. Yeah, that wouldn't be a very
1: good image.
0: That's pretty powerful. Yeah,
1: that would not be great. Although that sexy bite, though. (laughs) Mm. Well,
0: all right. (laughs) So you... (laughs) many a fan fiction was written that night. <laughs> um, so you dive into the water and you basically grapple this thing and you definitely yeah. have the jump on it and also you are a large wolf so uh you definitely get in there and you grab it and where are you biting this thing we're uh, trying to bite this thing? i'm trying
1: to bite it on the neck you know like wolf, sure. wolf instinct
0: right naturally I think that you grab it, and that's what you go for, but it's pretty maneuverable under the water and pretty wriggly, and I think it sort of squirms a bit, and instead you catch it on the shoulder. Okay. Which is definitely still a sizable bite, but it means that in that position it's able to wriggle around a bit, and it slashes at you with its claws for two harm. We'll say it catches you probably, um, like across your chest. Okay. How do we know! That was Addison I don't think Betsy can see what's happening under the water I don't think so yeah no they're under the water and it's also kind of like under and around the boat so yeah some okay so I'm afraid there. to do anything while he's locked in with that one I think that... so where are the other guys um the other two are approaching your boat from the from the front basically so as your boat is pointed, they're they're both coming from probably about uh 15 feet away. Are they emerging at all from the water, or are they under the water all the way? They're just shadows under the water.
2: Okay, at this point. well then I don't really know what I can do. Um, um, well Jeremy is going to grab the oar and try to just jab at the the one that Howie's fighting.
0: Okay. Um. Then go ahead and roll. Uh, <laughs> uh that's probably a some ass too yeah
2: yeah so that was a natural one minus one oh, tough so sorry. i rolled a zero.
0: Oh shit alex really quickly i meant to tell you if yeah. i was doing a fire onto the base ball then that should be a uh it's one harm on the base plus the two fire so it's three harm oh okay gotcha yeah thank you
1: then just then you have yeah, to roll first. you have to roll the the dice one uh two times
2: oh my god yes no, you just, do not just once Okay, so that's a six. Did
0: you just roll one D six?
2: <laughs> yeah, I did. That's been my entire okay, so, time.
0: <laughs> so six total? Yeah,
2: it's still a six.
0: Or you rolled a one and then a six.
2: I rolled a one and then a six, minus one tough, so a six.
0: Okay, oh. so a six total. So still a failure, yeah, unfortun- yeah. Oh terrible. So what
2: are you trying to do? I'm trying to take the ore uh, well, and jab it. Well can I help out? I think
0: Um. Yeah, what is your help out going to look like if you can justify it then yeah is he's try if he's trying to take the orange jab like a reasonable it course of action then maybe it. like he's like jabbing in the wrong direction and i like grab it and help correct the course i like <laughs> add some extra driving force behind it cuz we're on the same side or we're on the same part yes, of the boat then then go ahead and roll cool for that okay. i imagine that this uh, is cool just is like someone good, so teaching another person
2: how, how, how to play golf
0: <laughs> yeah oh i've got so lucky i rolled an 11 Nice. Oh, nice. Okay. Then, yeah. Um, then you grant him a plus one to his roll, which makes it a seven, which is a mixed success. Nice! So, that is better than it could be. Um Because, basically, the on a total failure, I think you would have just hurt Howie, which wouldn't have been great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say that this ore jab is probably only, like, a one-harm so situation. So, here's the thing.
2: But I have uh-huh. uh, Wallop. When you use an improvised weapon to attack something, you may choose one of these: inflict plus one harm, momentarily stun them with a blow to the head, which I'm trying to do; trip, trip, or entangle them, or inflict plus two harm, but it breaks.
0: Okay, so you are trying. So the the effect you're going for is temporarily stunning it. Yep. Okay, great. So you jab the oar down in the water, and you catch this thing. It's, it's not going to go so well, but Betsy sort of comes up behind you and grabs the orange and jabs it down in the right direction with you. You catch this thing pretty much square on the skull. You crack it across the head. Um, it goes stunned for a moment and releases its grip on Howie's arm. Um, so, like, I, I pictured it, like, slashing across Howie's chest and then it's sort of, like, wriggling around and grappling with, with Howie's arm mm-hmm. where it is. At this point, it just, like, goes limp for a second. It's totally stunned. Um, so I'm sort of going to rule that as like an opportunity attack for Howie if you want to do something here.
1: It's not dead? No, not quite. How how tough was this thing?
0: It is a mythical monster so it has somewhat more health than you do.
1: Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, since... It's close,
0: but I mean, it's not doing great. This thing is like bleeding out. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, then yeah, I'm going to go for the teeth again. Okay. Like, I'm going to use my teeth. I'm not going to try and like no, punch teeth. him in the teeth
2: <laughs> Tooth for
0: tooth,
1: let's go You know what, yeah, I'll, I still have my, my brass knuckles
0: You do have your brass knuckles I love knuckles this,
1: one. I love this image uh, So, would that He's be He's going
0: punch his teeth out
1: Would that be brass knuckles or claws?
0: Which one are you trying to use?
1: Um, Probably brass knuckles But it's only okay. one harm
0: mm, Then you better roll really good
1: uh, Do it for the vine yeah, I'll do brass knuckles still.
0: Okay, but it's basically what I'm doing here is a kick some ass where you're not going to suffer repercussions, so.
1: Wait, kick some ass where what?
0: It's a kick some ass, but you're not going to suffer repercussions. So roll okay. tough, but this thing is stunned. It's not gonna like, bite you back. Okay. Mm.
1: That's an 11. Nice. Great,
0: right. so you get to choose one extra effect. I would recommend inflicting an additional yeah. harm.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm Great. gonna do that.
0: Perfect, okay. Then yeah, that's one Kushtaka down. Nice. Nice. Oh, that one's
1: done. Nice.
0: Yep. You knock out its teeth, and it sort of falls <laughs> limply away. All right. Uh, maybe probably floats up to the surface of the water. That's a troubling image. So maybe Ooh. I like. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, that's. Ooh, it's like it's like a gold, dead goldfish. Yikes. Oh no. Um, yeah, it's not. Great. I think Jeremy's oh, my gonna god. kind
2: of poke it away with the ore, just like. Oh. Oh no.
1: <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Ooh, don't love that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think Lillian grabs the other oar and stands up and says, um, Howie, look out. There's there's two more. Oh, shoot.
1: Howie is going to butterfly swim towards them. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm just like, butterfly swim. I, I like, don't
0: know how to. I can't use magic if it's going to maybe hit Howie.
1: Go for the well, other um,
0: I don't want to yeah, actually hit Howie with a fireball.
1: I'll just try and take one. There are two, okay. right?
0: Yes, there so are I'm not, two.
1: I'm not going to try and take on both of them. How close are they?
0: Um, at this point, I'd say they're probably, like, five feet away from the boat. Mm-hmm.
1: I meant, how, how far away from, are they from each other? Oh,
0: from each other? We'll say about five feet away from each other, Okay. Too.
1: All right. Uh, we'll say they yeah. were
0: coming toward the boat directly and then probably split to, like, attempt to flank it. Okay. Um, but there is some space in between them.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll just take on one, then.
0: Okay, great. You are, like, coming up for air and stuff, too, right? Well, Hence yeah, the, I'm, the... I'm butterfly yeah. stroking. That's what I thought. Uh-huh. Okay, so what's going down?
1: Uh, I'm going to use my claws and, and slash at it.
0: Okay, great. Uh, roll kicks and ass.
1: Yeah. Ooh, that's a six.
0: A six. Oh, darn. Okay. Um, so on a total failure, this thing hurts you and you don't hurt it, right? That's uh-huh. how kicks and ass works, basically. Mm-hmm, okay. okay, great. Um, so tell me how you approached this thing. What were you attempting to do?
1: Um, as I was moving my arms up for a stroke, I was going to, like, take them. Because you know how butterfly works, right? You move your arms in a yeah. big circle yeah, yeah, yeah. and fling them out in front of you. And on mm-hmm. a fling forward, I was going to use my claws and try and, like, slash it as gotcha. as I was swimming forward.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think what happens instead is you go to do this. Um, but this kashtaka has sort of, like seeing you get into a pattern, and as you raise your arms up, it instead dives under you and uh, goes for your stomach. So it basically tries to sink its teeth into your werewolf underbelly
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, for to harm.
1: All right. Oofa doofa.
0: Uh-oh, how's Howie doing? How you doing over there, buddy?
1: Unstable.
0: Ooh, oh, no. that's no good. Uh, tell us what this looks like.
1: Well, he's been now, like, slashed across the chest and Mm -hmm. bitten in the stomach. Yeah. So that's, like, probably not good, and he's hurting quite a bit.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's probably,
1: like, trying real hard to hold on to his werewolf form. Uh, Oh, okay, yeah. So we're probably (laughs)
0: seeing, like... No, you don't have any, like, natural armor in your werewolf form or anything?
1: I don't think so. Just double-check that for me real quick. Because if I do, that would be cool.
0: That'd be nice. I just didn't know if, like, your skin was tougher or something. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how the monstrous form worked, if it changed your stats at all.
1: I don't think it does. Let me see. No, I don't think so.
0: Okay. Uh, Then I imagine what we're seeing is we're seeing, like, some ribbons of blood trailing behind you in the water now. And Uh it's sort of... At first, since we saw you going to attack this thing, it's hard to tell whether it's you or the Kashtaka that's bleeding. But I think sure. the Kashtaka then wriggles out in a way and we can see clearly that, like, that's not coming from the otter. It's coming from you.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy's yeah. going to grab the rope that's, like, used to tie the canoe off and he's mm-hmm. going to throw it out to Howie.
1: Howie, catch it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna grab onto
0: that rope. Okay, and then you're gonna try to pull Howie yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. Okay, roll Act Under Pressure.
2: Oh no, guys. That's a two. Tim. And you did
0: roll both dice. I did, time,
2: right?
0: yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, and a help out's not really gonna do anything for you no, there. It's not. No, it's Oh my god, no. Okay, Um, you throw the rope out to Howie, but you let go of the other end because you don't <laughs> oh, know how ropes okay. work. I kind
2: of wanted, uh, can I Can I go through it?
0: You can make a suggestion. Okay,
2: um, so he's gonna throw out the rope, but didn't realize how much momentum he put behind his arm and he's going to trip <laughs> and fall into the water. Oh
0: no. Oh, yikes. Okay, sure, we'll do that instead. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> so, so it's just, Howie, here, catch it. Oh, oh God.
0: <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, gonna slip right past you there.
2: Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeremy, are are you okay?
2: Yeah, I'm good. And I think he's gonna try to, like, clamber back into the canoe.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, Yeah, Lillian, Lillian will help pull you in. Okay. We, do we still have the rope?
2: I think it has started floating off towards howie but i did not hold on to it
0: (laughs) okay gosh darn it um we need we need to row over there
2: okay let's do that let's go
0: great okay so um lillian grabs the other oar that she had and slots it back in and starts rowing and i'm assuming that you do the same thing otherwise this boat's just gonna turn in circles
2: (laughs) yeah i'm definitely rowing
0: (laughs) which would not be great at this point in time, maybe.
2: although um, that image guys... of Howie just bleeding out and then just the canoe going <laughs> in circle. the circle. <laughs> <just,
1: laughs>
0: and
2: the boat's just spinning. Oh my God, oh no. My God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're,
0: okay, we're going so you over it. You row up closer if possible. And um, Lillian leans over the side of the boat and reaches out an arm to you, Howie.
1: Y- yeah, I'm gonna take take it.
0: Okay, great. Um, let's just say, I feel like this should be a role for you bleeding out, trying to get back into the boat. I'm okay. guessing that would be an act under pressure, but Probably. I don't- Probably.
1: Probably. Okay. Uh, that's an 11.
0: Hmm. Oh, awesome. Okay, oh, thank great. God. <laughs> <You super laughs> at least you're good
1: boat. at those.
0: <laughs> I was yeah. so stressed out. I'm like, is how are we gonna die? <laughs> <laughs> Hope how he doesn't die. Um, okay, so the way that unstable works, though, we do need to get him stabilized, or he will like keep taking harm.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, how how many points of health do you still have remaining? Three. Okay, so you do have three, though. It's not like one, which would no. be bad. Okay. Um. So yeah, we have a little bit of time, although we obviously shouldn't push it. Uh, what does. I know you're like struggling to hold on to your werewolf form. Is now, this like a?
1: Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say now that I'm back in the boat, I'm not gonna try and hold on to it anymore. It's Okay, it's great. Too hard. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Um. Then yeah. So you're you're so you, you just see, howie again.
1: You see howie like shrink about two feet mm-hmm. in size, um, and lose all of that hair, and he's just a little human boy again.
0: Hmm. Uh, Lillian sort of smiles awkwardly and says, might've been easier if you did that before we pulled you in.
1: Oh. <laughs> ha. Yeah, you're, you're funny, kid.
0: Are you okay? No. <laughs> okay, yeah, dumb question.
1: Um.
0: Uh, and then the boat is rocked again.
2: Oh gosh. The...
0: Okay, I'm gonna gear back up now that Howie's not in the water and try to make some, mm-hmm. s- try to do some fireball situation. Love it. I'd there. actually like to try to do, uh, not a fireball, but a fire blast. Um, okay, you wanna try and get both these guys at yeah. once? Yeah. A fire, okay. well, a fire do blast, it. it would be two harm plus the two fire harm. So that would okay. be more harm. So let me just try to do that. Um, would that be a kick some ass? Cool. Yeah, that's gonna be a hex mask. But since it's spells, I can roll weird. Thank God. Um, <sighs> it's a seven. It's a what? It's a seven. A seven oh, mixed success. Good. Okay. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, that's that's still reasonable. I'm trying to figure out. I feel like kick some ass is the best way to do it because this is a combat role, but because there's, like, a boat in between you and the otters, it's, like, trying to, to navigate how the them inflicting harm back on you works. Um,
1: hmm.
2: Well, it could be something like they rock the boat and uh, Betsy gets knocked off balance and maybe, like, hits something.
0: Yeah, that kind of seems like the best yeah, way to do it, Yeah, that makes sense. It? So let's do this. Um, you, basically, uh, you shoot this fire blast down at them. I think that they are sort of just coming up a little bit to try to, like, survey the situation and maybe try to work some of their otter magics on you, Mm -hmm. but instead, right as they pop up above the water, um, you catch them with a fire blast. Um, and one of them, as it's sort of flailing and making these horrible little squeaking sounds... Like slams into the side of the boat The boat jostles and you I think Twist your ankle Ow. So, uh, Let's say that's a. Uh, said it's probably a two harm Okay have, like, a twisted ankle. So I'm, I'm uh, still I'm still doing okay Yeah you're still fine and since you're in a boat and you don't really have to be like Running around to fight and I'm not gonna make you like take a minus one Forward or anything that's just uh uh-huh. You just take two harm Okay for sure And narratively your ankle is twisted Ow <laughs> Darn. Oh! That was that was my in-character reaction. Okay. But four harm to each of these things is no small potatoes. No. So. Um, okay, so I think at this actually, these things may have realized they don't want to mess with you anymore. Uh-huh. You already, like, killed one of them. Um, and they, I think, are going to start sort of blurring a little bit and and trying to swim away of course their faces have just been burned with fire very bad so i think they're having trouble sort of navigating oh i feel bad um, for them now <laughs> basically if you guys want to try to like finish these things off they're not getting away quickly enough to avoid that entirely but also if you just want to like get out of here that's an option like maybe we should just get out of here and know that these things are probably not going to be hanging around here no more Yeah, Yeah, we we need to get Howie back to shore, like, right away Yeah, um, okay, start paddling Okay And y'all do that I start paddling real fast Is there any kind of magic I can use To speed up the boat? Um, do you have any kind of magic that we do that? It's not like combat magic. Shoot a magic. whole bunch of um, fire
2: off the the back of the boat.
0: <laughs> yeah, because your magic is primarily sort of like slinging stuff. Yeah, my magic is, is very combat really... based. Yeah. I just wanted to check. I thought maybe. No. Nice try, but no, I don't think I don't think there's anything you could do. No. Oh. Okay, so We paddle really <clears throat> fast. We need to take Howie to the pal- hospital, please. <laughs> You paddle really, really fast. You get back to shore. You are surprised to find that as you get back to shore, there is a uh, mysterious figure waiting at the dock. And it is not any of the adults that you recognize as being there as part of the business trip. Instead, is a man in a dark suit who you recognize as the special agent from the first Summer Freights arc, whose name was Leighton Cooper, because I'm sure you all remembered that. Oh, yeah, Totally. Right,
1: Hey, you is... that asshole, Lincoln Cooper.
0: <laughs> but because this is the third one, just imagine that he's been, like, recast, but you all still know who he is.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: well, not bad work out there, kids. Although, kind of wonder what a uh, group of teens like you were doing dealing with stuff like this in the first place.
2: Wait, who are you?
0: I'm Special Agent Leighton Cooper from The First One.
2: Oh, <laughs> that clarifies a lot. Sorry about that, spe- Special Agent.
0: Uh, that's... <laughs> that's really not so much any of your business, but uh, we'll take it from here. It looks like your friend could probably use some attention.
1: Sir, could you keep me from dying?
0: <laughs> oh, hell <laughs> <Harry. laughs> uh He signals and there are a couple of cars behind him with sirens that are, are not making any sound, but I think they have, like, the lights sort of rotating on top of them. You know, the non-shouty sirens. hmm You know the kind. I do. Um, and I think that one of those pulls around, and some folks with uh, a very mysterious-looking government stretcher probably load you onto it and get you into the back of this vehicle. Um, and we'll assume that you are taken away for emergency care. So... That I know Addison right. needs to get going This has been kind of long So that is uh the matter of the Kushtaka being dealt with uh, I don't know how I feel about just, just letting
2: of... Howie go
0: Do, You guys can ride along Yeah I want to ride along I think narratively you guys probably go Yeah I mean yeah. I think can Lillian get a
1: ride in to. the ambulance <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: Yeah so they all go along with you I, You know I'll give you like this one last thing I think as you guys are, are pulling off I think it's sort of a it's not quite an ambulance, because the car looks a little bit more mundane than that, more, like, under the radar. Mm-hmm. So maybe kind of like a hearse, but with, like, some emergency medical equipment in the back. Oh, shit, okay. Uh, it's, like, not that he's dying, No, but, like, I know, it's I big figured. open back, and, like, some emergency equipment, and you guys are all in there with Howie. Um, and uh, okay. I think that Special Agent Leighton Cooper is in the front and says, You know, I gotta hand it to you, kids. We've been getting some uh, readings of bizarre extraterrestrial activity all summer and haven't been able to track down anything at all that makes these, uh, these things go off the chart. But we followed it here tonight, this weekend, and you guys had already taken care of everything there. But weirdly enough, I can't get these readings to go away on my equipment. It's like there's some sort of bizarre supernatural presence in our midst even now. That's weird. Huh. I don't don't know what that would be. Huh
2: yeah no uh definitely everything's normal
0: really really strange yeah i don't know why you would might think that
2: yeah i'm normal
0: and thus ends arc three of summer frights it came from water space oh my god
2: (laughs) that's so good
0: thanks see now it makes sense
1: it does
2: it's very good